What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Season Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Napoli. Week five, had some great football, some close football games, and really I've seen just some rookies really just emerge as some great players. Um, we've had a lot of rookies this year, especially on the offensive side of the ball, kind of just show out. And there's some guys on the defense side of the ball that are playing elite football. And it's really cool to see when you got the young guys in the game and they're playing great football. Um, so in this episode, um, we had a banger week last week. Um, I went 13 for 16 um, in my predictions. So that makes me 47 for 80 on the year. That's almost at 59%. It's not great, but it's going to keep getting better. 13 for 16. Um, I'll take it. It's a good week, banger week. Um, and it's just going to keep getting better. There's going to be a perfect week, I promise you. I'm going to get a perfect week sometime this season, and it's going to happen. All right. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of competitive games in week five. It was fun to watch. Um, there was a lot of just competitive games coming down within um, a touchdown or less. I think a good majority of the games came down to that, and it was uh, just a good week of football. And uh, yeah, all right, let's get into it. So kind of a recap of week five. Uh, Colts win one of the ugliest games I've seen in a long time. Man, was that just an atrocious game on both sides. Seven field goals, no touchdowns. Um, really, Alec Pierce and Stephon Gilmore saved the day for the Colts. Matt Ryan looked horrible. Um, Deion Jackson actually ran pretty well. Uh, Naheem Himes got hurt in the first drive. Could barely walk. That was kind of scary. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Russell Wilson needs to figure it out. I don't know what's going on with this guy. They're saying he got some surgery on his shoulder this weekend. I You can't blame the shoulder, man. It's either you're going to show up or you're not. And he's not shown up. He looks horrible. I mean, he's got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, two great young receivers. Now he has Melvin Gordon as his lead back. And, you know, Melvin Gordon's still a good running back in the league. He's he's had some fumbling issues, but he's good enough to get the job done with what that offense has. So, um, yeah, just ugly stuff from both teams. But the Colts came away with a big win. They needed that win. Um, Now they're 2-2-1 and uh, up there to compete for the division this year the g-men get it done in london i love this this was the best way to wake up on a sunday see the packers lose aaron Rodgers choked it was awesome um saquon is playing at a very very high level right now and you gotta love to watch that um it's been a great just like comeback story for him he's struggled the last couple years with injuries and i just saquon's a good guy love to see him succeed and it was a yeah just Fun game to watch. Um, nothing better than waking up. Nothing better than the only thing better than a Bears loss or win is a Packers loss. So I'll take uh, Rogers choke to win the game, and uh, really Danny Dimes and Saquon carried that offense, and their defense played pretty well against um, the run. Uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon had a hard time running the ball, and uh, Rogers got some stuff done. Randall Cobb was his favorite receiver, but uh, you know, G Man get it done in London. Great to see it. Um, Brian Dable, is a, it's got to be a great feeling for him. That organization has been um, had its just rough, rough years after Eli retired. Um, and I know Eli won that franchise two Super Bowls, but those years weren't even really pretty. So for them to start the way that they have at 4-1, good for them. It's a great start to the season, and I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of that. Uh, Lions got absolutely slammed by the Patriots. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Is going to be that dude going forward. 
I mean, he showed that in this game with like 168 rushing yards. He didn't score, but he's that dude. Ramondre Stevenson is the better back in the Patriots' backfield, and now that Damian Harris has a hamstring injury, Ramondre is going to be the man, and he's going to prove that to Belichick, and he should be the number one guy going forward. Uh, The Lions' offense and defense looked horrendous. There's really no other way to put it. Yeah, the Lions had the number one ranked offense going into this week, and they looked like the worst offense in the league, and that's behind the Bears even. Um, So that was just horrendous on both sides of the ball. Luckily, it's their bye week. Um, They can go in and try to get some stuff figured out, get DeAndre Swift healthy, get Amon Ra fully healthy, um, maybe even get Jamison Williams back in the coming weeks. So they do have some stuff to look forward to. But uh, the Lions, unfortunately, got absolutely destroyed in this game. And um, really, I thought it was going to be the Lions' game to win, um, considering the third string for the Patriots was in Zap uh, or Zappy. I'm not exactly sure how you say the last name, but uh, yeah. I mean, he played not good football, but he didn't play bad football. He didn't turn the ball over. So, you know, good win by the Patriots. It's Belichick. He's a good coach. Um, he was going to get that team in check. Chargers eked out the win over the Browns um, thanks to a Cade York missed field goal. Yeah, I mean, this game came down to the wire, and it was kind of like a sneak, a sleeper game. Like, it, it came down way closer than I even thought it was. The Chargers were um, really close to losing this game. Uh, Eckler and uh, Mike Williams really are the reason that they won, and, of course, Herbert. But uh, that defense, I don't know what's wrong with the Chargers and having great players on defense, but, man, they suck. Stop the run. Stop the pass. J.C. Jackson looks like he went back in time and he's playing peewee football. You just got paid the big bucks, man. You got to go out there and play like you're the number one DB in the league. You can't be out there playing like some washed old corner. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's a shame to see the Chargers play so poorly on the defensive side of the ball. And then on on, on the other team, I mean, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, great games Jacoby Brissett had a great game Amari Cooper had a great game um you know you it yeah they played well on offense but like the Chargers the Browns defense has way too many good pieces to be as bad as they are neither of these teams should have given up four touchdowns in this game it's unacceptable um and yeah I mean good win for the Chargers they needed that win desperately and a bad loss for the Browns who are started off kind of hot and now we're kind of sizzling out. Um, we'll see. I think they uh, can definitely keep winning. Uh, Reset's a good fill-in for Deshaun Watson in the meantime. And let's go. The Texans got on the board. Let's go. No, they were the last team without a win in the league, and now every team has a win. Uh, great to see it. Um, it's been a competitive year in the NFL. Um, it really has. And in like I said earlier in the podcast um, a couple episodes ago, it's in any given Sunday, anyone can win, and it's fun to watch. Um, obviously, there's going to be the blowouts, but a lot of the games this weekend were decided by a few points, and this game was only decided by a touchdown. I mean, it was horrible offensive play for the majority of the day, but uh, Damian Pierce was the right spot for the Texans, and man, he's legit. Uh, this rookie running back is legit, and uh, he's getting the touches. He's getting the workload. He's a true workhorse back this year. And um, if he can stay healthy, man, I'm excited to see what this guy can do. He is just, he's a baller. It's just, that's a simple matter of the fact. He breaks, he has the most broken tackles in the league to this point. Um, His yards after contact are insane. I just, 
he's kind of like a mixture of like Marshawn Lynch and like Arian Foster. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Um, very two different style running backs, but he kind of is like a morphed into one, like them combined. And uh, I love watching this kid play. Have him in both my fantasy leagues as well. I'm very high on him. And I think uh, he's going to be the bright spot for the Texans all year. Uh, the Jags had a really rough day on offense. James Robinson and Travis Etienne both really struggled in this game. And it was just kind of a rough day for Trevor Lawrence as well. Christian Kirk couldn't get going. No one could really get going. It's kind of a shame. But, uh, you know, it's okay. Um, they're going to bounce back. Jags are still going to be a solid team that can compete in our week in and week out. All right, and then moving on. Uh, Bucks win in controversial fashion over the Falcons. Like I said, the Falcons can hang in there with just about anyone, and they proved that this year. Uh, they're a young team on both sides of the ball, and Mariota's proven that he can he can compete. Um, it's fun to watch, and really in this one, it's a shame kind of how um, it was very controversial with that roughing the passer call on Grady Jarrett, and I definitely don't think it was roughing the passer. But like Grady said, he's not the one throwing the flags. I know he's the GOAT, and he gets that seniority calls, and especially late in the game. I mean, the refs just have to be better. That's what it comes down to. The refs have to be better in that situation. And uh, the Falcons very well could have won this game. But they didn't, and it was a good win for the Bucs. They do lead the division now. And, um, yeah, good win for the Bucs. Tough loss for the Falcons. And I really think that uh, the refs just need to be better. They can't be making those roughing the passer calls. There was like three of them this weekend that were just BS. And, um yeah, I mean, that's with the league kind of getting soft on quarterbacks. And, uh, I mean, quarterbacks are going to take hits. It is what it is. You can't be protecting them all the time. And this is a prime example of that. It co- could have cost the Falcons the game. And uh tough loss for the Falcons, yeah. Uh, and then moving on, the Bills route the Steelers um, in what looked like a peewee football team versus the best team in the NFL. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Najee Harris and the Steelers' offense. Kenny Pickett looked horrible. Their defense looked horrible. Um, and Josh Allen is just – he's just so good. And the Bills' defense is so good. And Stephon Diggs is so good. And <laughs> Gabriel Davis is good enough. I know he had a crazy game. I played against him in both my leagues this week. Um, fluke week for Gabriel Davis. Obviously, he's not going to catch three passes. Two of them be like 70-plus-yard touchdowns. But, uh, you know – Good for him. Good week. Um, And just the Bills' offense is just elite. The Bills' defense is elite. And I did hear rumors that the Bills are looking to try to get Christian McCaffrey. And if that happens, everyone can kiss their uh, Super Bowl hopes goodbye because the Bills will win the Super Bowl if Christian McCaffrey goes there. Um, That would be absolutely insane. And if it happens, I mean, it would be fun to watch. I can't deny that. And, uh, gosh, that would be Something absolutely insane. It would be the super team of the NFL. And then we got the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, Jets got the dub. I mean, in big fashion. Brees Hall balled out. Zach Wilson played well. And um, really the ground game won it for him. Michael Carter even had two touchdowns in this one. Uh, The Dolphins had no answer for him. I know Xavion Howard was out. And, of course, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt on the first drive. Um, from the new concussion protocol i'm not really sure what that constitutes as i haven't really looked at it myself at to this point but uh i know that they're being a lot more strict on concussion after the tua injury uh, but yeah great for the jets um it's good to see the jets and the giants both those teams in new york have been so poor um and for so long and it's just good to see them 
Good to see him win. Good to see him succeed. This is a very young team in the Jets, and they really got it done. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the Dolphins just couldn't get anything done on offense, and their defense really just played horribly. Uh, Brees Hall, Michael Carter ran all over him, caught passes all over him, and Zach Wilson did enough to uh, in the air to open up the ground game. So really, credit the Jets for an all-around game. It was a great win for them. Vikings barely hung on versus the Bears. Uh, man, Montgomery played well. Um, and it was, yeah, he played. Montgomery looked like a stud in this game. Khalil Herbert obviously had great games when Montgomery was out. And I was a little concerned about what the situation was going to be. But obviously Montgomery's back. He played great. Justin Fields completed 15 passes. That's a holy miracle. Thank the Lord the Bears completed more than seven passes in a game. But it ultimately came down to Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook beating down the Bears' defense. Um, the Bears' defense did play actually a lot better in the second half, and that has been the story all year. Bears' defense has been a second-half team, and they were driving. Their, the Bears' offense was driving at the end of the game, and uh, Matisse fumbled the ball away to Dantzler, and it was a shame. That was just not a fun way to end the game. Uh, kind of heartbreaking uh, as a Bears fan. I mean, I, I know that the Bears are definitely not going to make the playoffs, and they're a rebuilding team waiting to get to the cap space that they have next season to spend on receivers and O-linemen and whoever they want on defense. Um, so, yeah, but good win for the Vikings. That takes them to 4-1. and one. They are at the top of the division now above Green Bay and the Bears and the Lions. And then the Titans, really, moving on to Titans versus the Commanders. Titans are emerging as a sleeper team. Titans have played good. Derrick Henry's been getting rolling. Ryan Tannehill's looked pretty solid. Um, they're finding guys at receivers between Westbrook and Woods, and they're just kind of being a kind of sleeper team, I'm going to be honest. And their defense is a, the, the Titans have a great defense. And like we know, this defense wins championships. Joe Flacco won that because of a defense. Uh, there's plenty of guys that win because of their defense. And if you have a defense who's given up, 40 points a game, you're not going to win. But like I said, the Titans defense, they're playing really well and at a high level. They just need to force more turnovers, and I think that they will beat better teams. And then, you know, Carson Wentz chokes yet again. Nothing nothing new. He throws a pick in crunch time on the goal line to win the game. Uh, it's just the same story with Wentz over and over again, and it's just getting old. Like, either leave, just, just retire, or become a backup because you're clearly not getting it done. And it's just frustrating to watch. Um, that team is good. They have a really young receiving core, and they're all very talented. Um, Brian Robinson came back this week. So great to see Brian Robinson um, get back after getting shot twice in the leg. He wasn't very productive, but, you know, uh, it's just a blessing for him to be on that field. Uh, definitely could have ended very differently for him. And, uh, yeah, but uh, good win for the Titans. Saints win a shootout against the Seahawks. I don't know what it is about the Seahawks, but they've just been in shootout after shootout after shootout pretty much all year. Um, Dino Smith played great yet again, has the higher pass, highest passer rating in the NFL this year. Yes, Geno Smith has the highest passer rating in the NFL. I don't know if I'm living in la-la land or I'm dreaming right now, but yes, that is a true statistic. Um, good for him. I'm happy for him. Um and I think that I mean, he's been playing at a great level. And Tyler Locke and DK Metcalf have been like just 
benefiting greatly from his play. Maybe even like he's playing better than Russ has. Like when he was on the Seahawks, obviously he's playing better than Russ this year. Russ looks horrible, and Geno Smith looks like a great guy. But uh, yeah, um, unfortunately they did lose Rashad Penny, but Kenneth Walker the third stepped up, scored a big touchdown in the fourth quarter, and he's going to be the workhorse back from here on out. I do expect DJ Dallas to emerge as a big role in that as well. Um, but you know the Saints, on the other hand, uh, Andy Dalton did played well enough. Uh, Taysom Hill scored four touchdowns. Yeah four touchdowns as a tight end uh that's what he is listed as but he's not really a tight end um that was a big part of their game alvin kamara woke up in this game as well big for them they needed kamara um and chris olave playing great uh he's a great young player i know he went out with a concussion this one but he did catch that touchdown and uh yeah great game for the saints their defense needs to be better on the other hand they can't be giving up 32 points uh, but, you know, they got the win. It's a good win for them. Uh, 49ers uh, and Jimmy G get it done versus the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are the worst team in the league. I'm going to say that right now. They are the worst team in the league. Uh, they did fire their head coach and Matt Rule, and that's probably the right decision. Um, but, you know, the Panthers suck. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is the only bright spot on that team right now. Their defense actually did play pretty well in this game. That's the only reason it was even kind of competitive for the majority of it. But the Niners pulled away. Jeff Wilson had a great game. Um, he's really emerging as a just a lead back for them until uh, Elijah or yeah Elijah Mitchell comes back. I don't even know if Elijah Mitchell is going to be the starter because Jeff Wilson has played so well. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, yeah, Debo Samuel got involved. Ayuk got kind of involved. He needs to get more involved. Ayuk's a very good receiver. Um, and uh, George Kittle is got involved he did cough up a fumble which is unfortunate but he did catch some more passes and he was targeted a lot more in this game and that's going to be huge for them going down though and playing better teams they need kittle kittle is a stud he's a great passing tight or he's a great pass catching tight end and he's a great blocking tight end uh he might be one of the best overall tight ends in the league and then you know the eagles uh barely beat the cardinals they did slip past the cardinals um which was a good win for them the Eagles stay undefeated, but they didn't look dominant on offense by any means in this game. Uh, the Cardinals really only lost by four points, and the Cardinals, you know, they start out slow every game. They just start out slow. They're a slow developing team, and they come out in the second half and they play a lot better. But they need to come out and win. They need to come out from the first quarter and just play dominant football, and they haven't. Um, the Cardinals defense did step up though, and they played better. Um, and uh, you know, the Eagles. Really, it was just Jalen Hurts getting it done with his legs and making some throws here and there. Miles Sanders couldn't get anything going. And on the other hand, uh, Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown continued that connection. You know, Benjamin stepped up at running back and played really well for them. But good win for the Eagles. They stay undefeated and uh, moving on to their next challenge this week against the Cowboys. And then, yeah, the Cowboys got another win with Cooper Rush. And, you know, Cooper Rush remains 5-0 and in the NFL. Uh, that's great for him i mean he's playing with an elite defense right now the cowboys defense looks elite um but they do face their toughest test this week in the eagles offense and if they can stop jalen hurts but you know they got it done um the cowboys look good they i'm not saying it was like a beautiful game on offense by them by no means but they did play well the rams just they look horrible i'm gonna be honest the rams look like an incomplete team i don't know what's going on there mcveigh needs to figure it out I think a lot of it has to do with Matthew Stafford. 
Um, and Allen Robinson needs to get the ball. Allen Robinson is far too good to be left out of the offense like he has been. And you watch the film, he's open. Stafford's just I, – I don't know what Stafford's doing. Like I, like I said, he looks like he's a grandpa with Tommy John hobbling around back there. Like He wins a Super Bowl and he just turns into a completely different player. And it's kind of a shame to see that because I love Stafford and I think he was a great quarterback for the Lions for all those years. And I'm happy he finally got a Super Bowl. But you can't be playing like this as the defending Super Bowl champions with basically the same roster besides Odell Beckham and Von Miller. I got that roster still elite. Like you got to be winning games, especially against a Cowboys team who has a backup quarterback who is playing well, but he's not playing elite football. And another thing about the Cowboys, give Tony Pollard the reins. Zeke needs to go. Pollard is running harder. He's more effective. He's more efficient. He's the explosive guy. He's the big play guy. And Zeke is none of those things. Of course, Zeke's going to still be in the rotation. They paid him the big bucks. Um, but Zeke needs to be gone after this year, and uh, it needs to be the Tony Pollard show in that backfield. He's far too, like, just complete. He's a complete back. He really is. He doesn't have the size, but that's why you have a bruiser that comes in and does the goal line work or the short down work. And even Tony Pollard's proven he can do that. So, that's that. yeah, that's just my two cents on that. Uh, Ravens. Uh, win a kind of a nail biter against the Bengals. It was a little bit of a boring game, but I mean, Justin Tucker is the goat. He's the best kicker of all time. That guy is so clutch, and that post game interview was a uh, was just a classic. He's so good, and uh, he's a humble guy. He knows he's the best. He has to know he's the best, but he always thinks his holder and his snapper and everyone blocking for him. Which is true because he can't be the guy that he is without them. But when it comes down to it, when the ball does get placed on the ground, he needs to freaking kick it and it needs to go through those uprights. And he's proven time and time again that he's that guy. And he's, he's the GOAT. He's the best kicker I've ever seen. Uh, the Ravens really won a slow game. Uh, obviously, Lamar was didn't have his number one wide receiver in Rashad Bateman in this one. But Duvernay looked good. They got him the ball, um, kind of like almost like used him as like a Debo Samuel type player. Uh, Mark Andrews bounced back, had a great week, and uh, you know J.K. Dobbins really didn't play well. But Lamar can get it done with his legs, um, and you know they get a big win over the Bengals, who really struggled in this game. Obviously, T. Higgins didn't play a single snap, even though he wasn't listed as injured. Um, and you know it's just yeah. It was a tough loss for the Bengals. Joe Burrow really couldn't get much going on offense. They almost squeaked away with the win, but they just couldn't get it done. And uh, Justin Tucker's clutch in the game-winning field goal. Uh, Lamar had that run to get them in field goal range, and it was just game over after that. And then the Monday night game, great game. Chiefs hold on versus the Raiders. I actually had the Raiders winning in this one, um, and it was looking really good in the first half, but... It is Patrick Mahomes, and it is the Chiefs, and it is Travis Kelsey. Four touchdowns for him. He only had like 25 yards receiving, but four touchdowns. It's huge. He's a huge red zone threat, um, and he's the best pass-catching tight end in the league, no doubt in my mind. Mahomes looked great. Um, they need to get Butker back, though, because whatever's going on with that kicking situation, the Chiefs are going to need a good kicker. And uh, they've already gone through two now uh, with Amendola and whoever was kicking this weekend i don't know but he missed two field goals i forget his name but yeah you know they need to get 
buck her back. Um, Alaire really did. Edwards Alaire didn't have a really great game. Uh, Jarek McKinnon played well at running back, though. On the other hand, um, but you know, Chiefs get it done on offense, and they played good enough on defense in the second half to get it done. The Raiders, on the other hand, um, they just need more consistent on offense. Josh Jacobs is looking elite this year so far. He's playing great football. He's running hard. Um, and it's just a shame that they really lost this game. They threw it. Their defense just couldn't hold it together, couldn't get enough stops. Um, and, you know, obviously uh, Devontae Adams needs to make that catch at that last drive and whatever was going on on that fourth down where him and Renfro ran into each other, that needs to be figured out. I do expect the Raiders to bounce back, and uh, they could be a, a wild card team. I know that they are 1-4, and four, but they are a very good team and their defense just needs to figure it out and play better, and they will be. Um, they could definitely potentially still make the wild card. All right, moving into fantasy. So uh, some guys to pick up on the waiver wire if you're in need. Um, uh, Geno Smith is a quarterback. If you need a quarterback, pick up Geno Smith. That guy's playing at a crazy good level right now, um, and he's he's going to get you points. Uh, he, he's going to be consistent, and he's going to get you points. He's got Metcalf and Lockett and Disley. And now he's going to have Kenneth Walker out of the backfield. Um, it's going to be a good team. Yeah, and he's playing great. He's had his O-lines play better than anyone has expected them to play so far. And uh, Geno Smith is a must-add if you need a quarterback. Zach Wilson, um, I know that was his, kind of like his first full game back. And, uh, you know, he looked he looked good enough. I would, uh, I would gamble on Zach Wilson um, to be good um, the rest of the year. Uh, he's going to obviously have some tough matchups. And uh, but when he does have a good matchup, I think Zach Wilson is a good play if you need a quarterback or you're weak at quarterback right now. Obviously, Kenneth Walker is the number one waiver out of the week. Guy's going to be pretty good for the Seahawks. I mean, Rashad Penny was producing pretty good numbers, and now that's the Kenneth Walker show. I expect him to at least produce similar numbers. Um, he's going to get looks. He's going to get attempts, and he'll get hopefully get the production. Oh. Uh, Rashad White or Rashad White uh, for the Buccaneers is the next guy. I know this is kind of like off the radar, but uh, he Tom Brady believes in this kid, and as a rookie, that's a huge thing. Uh, Tom Brady like raves about his work ethic. He works harder than anyone at camp, and he's really starting to increase his ticks and snap. and And he had like thirty eight percent snap share with Leonard Fournette. Uh, obviously, Fournette's on the greater end of that, but to get 38% of the snaps, obviously it was against a Falcons defense, but it was still a close game. Um, they believe in this kid. They do. And if you need a running back, he's worth a shot. If anything happens to Leonard Fournette, Rashad White is automatically an RB2, and he's going to be the guy. Uh, Brian Robinson's another guy. Like I said, he got shot twice in the leg um, with an attempted robbery at the beginning of the year. And uh, he's coming back, and uh, he plays a weak Bears run defense this week. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, Antonio Gibson is slowly getting pushed out of this running back room, and they obviously believe in Brian Robinson a lot. He had the majority of the carries in this game against the Titans this uh, this past week, even though it wasn't very productive. um, They believe in him. You can just tell. And that's why Antonio Gibson's getting pushed out. And then Eno Benjamin's another guy, um, obviously with James Conner and Daryl Williams kind of going down with injuries. Eno Benjamin produced. He played pretty well, and uh, he's kind of a complete back. He can catch. He can run. Um, and I expect him to play well if uh, those two are out. 
Um, he's definitely worth a look if you need a running back plug-in this week, and uh, I feel good about him. Moving on to receiver, Alec Pierce. Um, I love. I mean, I can't rave more about Alec Pierce. This last week, he proved that he's going to be a legit target on that offense. He's going to be the number two behind Michael Pittman, and he's a big frame. He's got good speed, good route running, and good hands. Um, he's a jump ball guy. He can make that big play. Yes, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, but I expect him to. And uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do. I'm. It's just, yeah, I'm really excited to see where he goes. He's a rookie, and like I said, the rookies have been playing great this year, and he's only he's one of them. Michael Gallup's another one. If Michael Gallup's available, you need a receiver. Definitely worth a pickup. Dak Prescott's going to be coming back in the coming weeks, and I expect um, you know Michael Gallup to pick up a lot of that slack. And then Rondell Moore, uh, it's kind of like a temporary pickup, but if you need a guy this week, uh, he's worth he's worth the look. He had like seven targets last week um, in a PPR league. He's more than capable of producing for you. He's going to get a couple of rushing attempts because he's kind of like that kind of a guy. And uh, I expect him to have a decent week this week. And then, of course, you have D-Hop coming back next week, so his production will probably go down with D-Hop and Marquise Brown. But Rondell Moore, definitely worth a look. And then defenses, Indianapolis's defense and the Jaguars' defense, they are playing each other this week. But I think that this game is going to be kind of low-scoring, not going to be super impressive on either side. And I think both defenses are worth a look if you need a defense for the week. And then moving on to the predictions for week six. So we have four teams on by with the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Tennessee Titans. So there's going to be four less games. We got 12 games this week. And I'm kicking it off with the Monday or the Thursday nighter. And I'm taking the Bears. Um, the Commanders haven't looked good. Carson Wentz looks horrible. I know the Bears are young. Um, but I think the Bears get the ball rolling. I think they can run the ball in this game. I know that Commander's front seven is solid, but I think the Bears can get it rolling. I think Justin Fields can complete some passes on this secondary, and I think Darnell Mooney finally has the game that we all know he can. And Nikhil Harry got just taken off IR. He's going to be activated this week, and he will play. So that's two big um, receivers that we need. And hopefully Cole Komet can get more involved and our O-line can hold up. I'm taking the Bears. And then Sunday morning games, I'm going to move on. I'm taking the Giants over the Ravens. The Giants have been hot. I think Saquon Barkley stays hot. I think Saquon runs all over the Ravens. I think it is a competitive game, but I think that the Giants can force a couple turnovers and they can shut down J.K. Dobbins, which then makes um, the Ravens kind of more one-dimensional, even though Lamar can run. But I think Danny Dimes has a good week in the air, and I think that uh, he's going to have some some of his younger receivers coming back. I know Wendell Robinson's supposed to be back this week. Maybe even there's rumors that Kadarius Tony could play. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I think the Giants get it done in this game. I think their defense plays at a good level like they have been, and uh, they get another win. Then the Colts versus the Jaguars. I'm taking the Colts. Um, you know, the Colts uh, – got it done last week just barely against the Broncos and I think it's a kind of a similar story this week I think Matt Ryan has a better week and I also think that the Jaguars have a better week and Trevor Lawrence does but I'm taking the Colts in this one I think that Jonathan Taylor comes back and just runs kind of all over this the the Jags defense um, I'm taking the Colts then we got the Browns versus the Patriots I'm going to take the Browns in this one I think Nick Chubb can't be stopped and I think Kareem Hunt's going to 
kind of a great game. Amari Cooper's been playing really well. I think Jacoby Brissett um, keeps doing what he's been doing. Uh, I think the Browns' defense steps up against um, a Patriots' defense that's not great, um, or Patriots' offense that's not great. I do think it's a closer game than most people would probably expect, and I know Mac Jones is supposed to be back probably, but I'm taking the Browns. That run game is too good, and I don't think the Patriots can stop that. Moving on, i got Saints-Bengals. Uh, I'm taking the Saints. Kamara finally got going. Taysom Hill got going. If Olave is healthy and Michael Thomas are healthy, um, I think Andy Dalton has been a great fill-in for Jameis Winston. I can't believe I'm saying that, but yes, Andy Dalton has played well. And um, I think the Saints take this one. The Bengals haven't looked good. And if T. Higgins doesn't play this week, then they just have to cover Jamar Chase pretty much. Hayden Hurst has been playing solid. Um, so Hayden Hurst is actually a good target for Joe Burrow, and he's played well. But I think the Saints defense kind of shuts that team down. They get a bunch of sacks this week. Um on Joe Burrow, and I don't think Mixon has a great week either. So I'm taking the Saints. Moving on, we got the Bucks and the Steelers. That's a no-brainer. The Bucks are going to route the Steelers just like the Bills did. Um, I expect a big game from Leonard Fournette and Rashad White on the ground. And, of course, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are going to get their catches. They're going to get their touches, and it'll be a blowout win for the Bucks. 49ers and Falcons. I do expect this game to be competitive, but I think Jimmy G and the 49ers keep rolling. They get another win. Um, I'm excited to see what the Niners can do this year. They do have a very talented defense, and they have a very talented team. They did have some key injuries this last week um, with some of their young secondary, but you know, the 49ers, Jeff Wilson's going to roll in this game. I think Debo Samuel has another good game. I think Kittle gets involved again, and I think Ayuk hopefully gets more involved because he is very talented. And on the other side, I think the Falcons still have a good game. But the 49ers defense is very solid. They're going to stop the run against the Falcons. And then Mariota is going to be trying to throw some Hail Marys to Drake London if he's healthy. And if it's not Drake London, like Zacchaeus. So, yeah, not, not, not really a great wide receiver room there for the Falcons. And then moving on, Jets-Packers. I would love to roll with the Jets in this one, but I think the Packers – Beat the Jets pretty handily. I think that Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are going to get that run game going. I think Aaron Rodgers throws a couple touchdowns to either Alan Lazard or Romeo Dobbs. And, uh, yeah, you know, Packers will be Packers. I think their defense will bounce back, stop Zach Wilson this week, maybe limit Brees Hall and Michael Carter, but Packers get the dub. Vikings-Dolphins, I'm taking the Vikings. Um, I think Dalvin Cook has another good week. And I think Justin Jefferson has another dominant week, especially if Xavion Howard's out. Uh, yeah, just the Dolphins' offense is kind of dwindling right now, um, unfortunately. But uh, I think that the Vikings win this one pretty handily against the Dolphins' team that's been plagued by injuries. And then Panthers-Rams, it's a no-brainer. Uh, Rams should easily roll in this game against the worst team in the league. Uh, the Rams are... Need a, need a win. They need a bounce-back win. I think their defense can definitely stop that Panthers offense. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of just not going to be a very interesting game. I know it's one of the afternoon games, but no one's going to be watching that game. They're all going to be watching this next game, the Bills and the Chiefs. I'm taking the Bills in this one. Um, I hate to bet against the Chiefs again, but Josh Allen and that offense and then the Bills' defense as well has just been so good. And the Chiefs have been good on defense, but they haven't been elite on defense. And they've been elite on offense, and I think that they'll still score points. 
but I expect this game to be fairly close and it could even go to OT. It could be like another um, playoff game like we saw. It could just be a shootout. And I'd love to see that. I'm always happy to see a shootout between those two teams. Um, going to be the game of the week for sure. Cardinals, Seahawks. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. I think that they bounce back, get on the board. I think Eno Benjamin, if he's a starter, has a great week on the ground. I think Kyler Murray is going to throw some touchdowns um, to Marquise Brown yet again. And I think uh, that their defense steps up and maybe turn forces a couple turnovers against the rookie Kenneth Walker and Geno Smith. Um, their real challenge is going to be guarding DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But if they can do that, I think the Cardinals come out with a win in this one. And then the Sunday night game, another very good game. But um, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one, actually. If Cooper Rush is playing, I'm taking the Cowboys. I think they knocked the Eagles off their pedestal this week. The Cowboys' defense is elite. Um, they have a very, very good defense this year. And their offense has done just enough to get it done. If they can give Tony Pollard more than eight touches... Um, I believe Tony Pollard scores another long touchdown this week and is the difference maker in this game for the Cowboys offense. Um, And I think the Eagles do play well. I just don't think that Jalen Hurts has a typical Jalen Hurts week. I think Miles Sanders really struggles. I think the bright spot for them, if they can win this game, the Eagles, it's going to be between, it's going to be through the air with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith um, and Dallas Goddard. That's the only way the Eagles win this one, in my opinion. Um, I think Cooper Rush has another fantastic game. He doesn't turn the ball over. He just plays smart football. It's nothing flashy, but it's good enough to get the job done. Um, I'm taking the Cowboys. And then the Monday night game, Broncos-Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. The Broncos haven't shown me anything special all year. The Chargers, um, Eckler's gotten rolling, and once Eckler starts rolling, he's not going to stop. Herbert's rolling. Mike Williams is rolling. Even Josh Kelly's rolling as the number two running back. That offense is playing really well, um, and the Broncos' offense has been one of the worst in the league, to be honest. Um, and in the red zone, they've been horrible. So I think Melvin Gordon coughs up the ball a couple times in this one even. Uh, Chargers force a couple turnovers, get some sacks. Cleo Mack plays actually a role in this game. Um, and, yeah, I'm expecting really the Chargers to play great and the Broncos to play like they have been and Russell Wilson to really struggle. And then moving on, kind of just some bold takes I have for the week. Um, as far as fantasy-wise, I'm really going to go out here on a limb and say Danny Dimes finishes as a top-five quarterback. I think he's going to have a great week this week. I think he's going to play very well against that Ravens defense who's been surrendering a lot of passing yards and just a lot through the air. I think Danny Dimes has a great week both on the ground and in the air. I think he finishes as a top-five quarterback this week. Ramondre Stevenson is going to finish as a top three running back this week against the Browns. Ramondre Stevenson is that guy. Like I said earlier, he is a stud. They need to give him the work. He needs to get 25-plus touches in this game, and the Patriots have a better shot if that's the case. Um, I think that you give the ball to him, and he's going to get it done. And then kind of moving on from those two two guys, um, I'm going to go with um, Aaron Jones having a RB1 type week this week against the Jets. I think Aaron Jones is going to go crazy this week on the ground, and he's going to have one of those Aaron Jones explosion weeks where he scores 30-plus, maybe even 40-plus. And then I really think that Allen Robinson's going to get involved this week for the Rams. Yeah, he needs to, and I think that this is the week where Allen Robinson finally emerges as the guy that we know he can be. Um, 
Obviously, Cooper Cup's going to be Cooper Cup. There's no denying that, but I think Allen Robinson bounced back. I think that the Rams bounced back, but Allen Robinson is definitely a sleeper this week. I bet you he finishes in the top 15 for wide receivers. And lastly, I got Tony Pollard finishing as a top 10 running back this week. I think he can get it done against the Eagles. He needs to be the guy against the Eagles. Zeke is not that guy anymore. Um, And the Cowboys just need to move on. I know you paid Zeke a boatload of money, but obviously Tony Pollard wants it more. He's playing better football. Um, So, yeah, go with Tony Pollard this week. And that's all I got for this episode. Um, I really appreciate all the support, as always. And uh, please let me know if you want to see anything new. I'm going to have some guests coming on in the coming weeks. I got some buddies who are big football fans, um, and we're all root for different teams. So I'll have them coming on in the coming weeks. And, uh, yeah, as always, I just, I really appreciate the support. Um, take care of yourselves. Um, make sure you're getting out, doing stuff you enjoy. And, um, as always, uh, come for the vibes and stay for the football. Peace and love. Appreciate y'all.